people are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. Ben. Hey, boy. Hey. What's up, Ashley? I got Ben Mormon in the house again. Ooh, thanks for having me. Welcome again. back. Um, all right, friends. So I'm just going to, we're going to throw this out here. Ben and I, we did this damn thing last week and it was so good. We had a blast. Too much fun. Too much fun. <laughs> um, but guess what? It didn't work. I had a technology glitch and you couldn't hear Ben Mormon's voice the entire time. All you could hear was this one coming at you. <laughs> so he graciously agreed to come do it again. Oh, so you twisted my arm. It's real Gosh. hard to hang out again. You know, how are you feeling about it though? Are you feeling a little like I felt, I don't want to say nervous, but I was like, what if it's not as good? I hope I sound more smarter. More smarter. Oh, you're off to a great start, <laughs> start my friend. On the right, on the right foot there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I've got the same outline. I want to talk about the same things, but I'm worried I'm not going to say them as well as I said them the first time. Or I'm not going to be as funny or something, you know? I'm sure we'll be fine. Actually, I'm not the funny one. The guest supposed to be the funny one. I just, I'm just kind of guiding this whole thing. <laughs> Gosh. All right, y'all. So, um, you know, Ben's got a lot going on in his life. He's, he's, he's one of those people that's like an open book, but also like very mysterious. Mm -hmm. Do you know that about yourself? I never thought of that. That's what me and this is Megan Basin and I decided we thought about you when really? we were um I told her you're gonna be on my podcast and mm -hmm. she was like, I I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing a lot of things. I'm like, same. What are they doing over there? <laughs> I'm very interested. We're just trying to get better every day. Gosh. Hey, good goals, you Thank know, you. be the best version of myself every day. Every day. Sometimes I slip up. I only regress a little bit. <laughs> it's always a work in progress. Gosh. You gotta own your mistakes. That's uh, right. Hold yourself accountable. Learn from them or sometimes just have an off day, you yep. know, but then I'm going to be better the next one. Mm -hmm. So guys, um, like a lot of my guests, Ben lives in my neighborhood because we got a cool hood, you know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I guess that's the point of this whole podcast is everyone's kind of cool. Everyone's got a story mm -hmm. and I just want to hear it. So, um, yeah, we met them when we moved into this neighborhood. I just learned that they actually moved into the neighborhood not far before us or after us. I don't know. Like similar times. Time, right? And I, I was a fan, you know, you guys have got like some good energy over there. And Jesse was of course the first one I met her at the pool and she was so great. It's so personable. I mean, she's pretty awesome. She's right? pretty amazing. Yeah. She, uh, sometimes I wonder if like, I'm like, are you really that put together and that calm and cool and collected and awesome all at the same time? Yeah. Darn she, it, she rocks it pretty good. Did you love her right from the beginning? Yeah. We started out as friends. She, uh, as all good relationships do, right? You know, we were, we Bright and I weren't friends. friends. We just like started dating. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> no, that's good. We were we, we started out as really good friends, and uh, we got together, hung out all summer. She went back to school, and we decided to keep in touch. And sixteen years later, and three kids, and what does keep in touch? Were you like texting her? Was was there? There was like, no FaceTime. Right, right when? How old are how old are you guys, and how old are you now? That's <laughs> okay. So you don't have to disclose all. So this is like right before Facebook came out. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we were still MySpace. Babies. Up. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And uh, so we connect through semester, you know, able as the messenger. Anybody remember oh, dating gosh. myself here? And uh, we would keep up. And she came back for the summer and um, she asked me out. Came back. She's from here. Where are you from? Yeah, she's from here. She was in Charlotte. I'm from Fayetteville. Okay. I moved down here after college. Well, after I dropped out of college the first time. Oh, gosh. And, uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be, but should we, should we talk about that? Or <laughs> do you know Megan stopped college too and went back? Really? I find that to be really interesting. Yeah. It took me like 
that was like my fourth time before I actually finished. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you just need a minute, you know? Yeah. Well, I, was, from... I was always taking care of myself. So as soon as I got out, I was all about trying how, how to make money. And that was back when I thought that you had to trade time for money. Well, I had to go work, go get the best hourly rate I could, go go work 80 hours a week. In fairness, at 18, I mean, you might have needed to yeah. do some of these things, you uh -huh. know? Like, that's impressive, man. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where your work ethic started from, you, yes. know, you know? Whether you had to learn the hard way or not. Like, mm -hmm. Now I'm all over the place. Jeez. Okay. So... Also, really quick, I was can't stop thinking about MySpace and what I wouldn't give to be able to log on to mine and or Stevens. He he had the office like music playing in his background. <laughs> I have no idea what mine looked like. I don't want to. Maybe I don't. Uh, college buddies of mine and I made beats and then put oh, them, made our own like gosh. little Facebook or MySpace page and posted beats online. We thought we were the coolest thing. I am really excited about this. Will you show me what we're done? I'm going to need you to prove it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Everything's on the internet still, oh, right? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, guys, so I meet um, I meet these Mormons living in their last name is Mormon, by the way, in the neighborhood. And our neighborhood has uh, like a very fun Memorial Day party every year, like a cornhole tournament. We're hanging out there. Um, ben is not a huge drinker, but you had had a few daytime <laughs> beverages that day. And you, I'm pretty In sure. Fairness, there's a beer truck. like Right. Who de uh, you didn't mean, have a few beers that day. It's yeah, super fun. It's daytime, like all the things. <laughs> Sun's still up. Kids <laughs> Sun's are up. It's good times. I, you have this entire party to your farm the following day, which is just a fantastic invite. But I think everyone's just like, ah, Ben's drunk, like whatever. But I'm from Washington, Pennsylvania. And so you say, um, who wants to come to my farm and ride ATVs and shoot BB guns? And I'm a coming. Yeah. Like, I was like, hell yes, I want to go there. Uh, and also, um, I like to have fun. So if you throw something fun out there, I don't care who you are. I'm there, I'm pretty much going to go if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan of commitment. So that's the third thing about me here, Ben. If, you, um, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that wasn't just the afternoon beers talking. I was I was fully in. It was. Then when we got there, we had, it was so worth it. I, I think the next morning, Jesse and I were a little hungover, and we we're like, "Hold on, are they serious? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is great." I got a text. Jesse's like, "You really coming?" I'm like, "Yeah, girl, I'm coming." Like, give me the address. Yes. And then I put it in. I'm like, "Shit, this is like an hour. Of course, <laughs> has to be right? right." I mean, we're in Wilmington. It was like an hour and a half away. And I'm like, "That's all right. We're doing this damn thing. Totally worth it, right?" It was totally worth it. And I loved your family, but we always hang out in big groups and it was really fun to get to know you guys and you know, you're in just in a different space with just us. I appreciate that. And I actually really want to go back. So just saying, just saying, <laughs> um, this Saturday, Hey, off air, let's, let's discuss, let's discuss. <laughs> Gosh. All right, man. So that's how we get to know each other. Um, Oh, look at me. I'm all over the place. Stand by, guys. Pages and <laughs> yeah, because they're out of, they're out of order because it's, you know, it's a nighttime. <laughs> all right. I would always, I kind of joke, but kind of serious that I was having a midlife crisis when I decided to start this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at your house with Jesse and mm -hmm. Lindsay Lonenberg, and we were stuffing envelopes for the fall festival. And I was just like dumping on them as, you know, any good friend does when mm -hmm. she's invited to go somewhere. I think I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> All these like <laughs> crazy career things happening. And I don't, I, I was kind of spitballing this idea of wanting to do something different. And I had been talking to them about the podcast when you walked in. I actually think you came down to tell me to be quiet because I was kind of yelling. I get, I'm I get, sure I was messing <laughs> you guys. You totally it, were. It's not often I, I get, get to be the one I can get a little loud. Quiet, so. Gosh. But I, I think I, I can't remember what you had said, but I was telling you about this and you were just so positive and so encouraging. And I really appreciate that. Like, I really think that you had 
a role in me starting this podcast. I don't know if I ever told you that. So. That's really special. <laughs> well, I actually did tell you that. I told you that last Friday when we recorded this for the first I, time. I didn't remember that. So that's a special thing. Oh, good. Yeah. It's so true. So well, true. But I, the whole truth is just when people get ideas and they want to go do something, just go do it. Stop talking about it and get it done. That's the truth. And, I, you know, I think that's the hardest part, though, is everyone's got something to say or a good idea here and there. Yeah. But getting started or making that into tuition is like the Wait, what's that phrase? <laughs> We're off to a really great start. <laughs> oh God, it's harder to you know. It's just getting started is the hardest part, and mm -hmm. I think um, we had talked about this before off air. But Nick Bonacore had said that to me. He was like, "Just push the button, just push the button, hit record." Like, and that was so true for my own. Self. Like, I ordered this equipment on a Tuesday night, and it got here. And on a Friday, I was like, "Bray, we got to do this thing. I got to mm -hmm. go, or I'm never going to get started." Yeah, and you know, it's. For when you walked in, you're right in talking about the same kind of things I'm doing and, and getting the you know being on the internet and putting the content out there. Which I like you get extremely anxiety driven about this kind of stuff and and worried about what people think. And the more I do it, the easier it gets. It's uh, true. And I can you know pick out videos and things that I don't like that people posted and stuff. But it's realistically content is better than no content. <laughs> Guys, I'm pretty nasally tonight. I've had a cold for like damn ever, and I was like. Ben, I don't know. Is this going to be annoying? But I need some content, nasally or not. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. You know what? I actually have gotten really comfortable with hearing my own. Well, this episode excluded because I'm pretty nasally. <laughs> but hearing my own voice, which did take a second, mm -hmm. not as long as I thought. The video side of it is still really challenging. Like mm -hmm. I would like to record some of these and put them on YouTube. Watching yourself is tough. It's hard. Way tougher than just hearing yourself. Then don't watch it. Ooh. Well, I can't, I gotta watch it if I'm gonna think other people are gonna watch it. Why? You or gotta make it so other people can watch do it. Do we think that the more we watch ourselves, maybe what's happening here with hearing myself will happen with watching myself? How many movies did Tom Hanks record that he watches of himself? When he gets on this podcast, I'll let you know. <laughs> I mark this calendar down right now. Where's my high five? I'm gonna be there. For Where's that. my vision board? Uh -huh. um, but think about it. I do love to like dream about you know, all these fun artists that are coming to this town for, we've got a great concert venue now. Well, mediocre concert venue with some great talent. Uh, I like to dream about because music's my thing. And like mm -hmm. having these people on my podcast one day. That would be pretty awesome. It would be awesome. Or well, no, it would be awesome. So Dave Matthews, I have like worshiped that man since much. It's like part of your childhood, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I've started seeing him when I was in seventh grade. I've been to an embarrassing amount of shows. And so Steve and I were just like laughing one night about what if he came to Wilmington and mm -hmm. or when he comes to Wilmington, what if I got my podcast? I'm like, meeting your heroes is also terrifying though. Like, what if I was disappointed or I don't know what? what I don't know. You, what would I ask him that he's never been asked before? How would I make it new and fun? All right, these are things. This is our new dinner time conversations. That is actually a really good question. You we know, that, yeah. and we will. And let me bring it back to you, Ben, because that's what this podcast <laughs> is about today. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So this said night when you were encouraging me, we also started talking about you and you were about to start out on this new, I think all the wheels were turning behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't quite public knowledge yet. Right. Ben Mormon, Everyday Entrepreneur. Tell me what you are doing over there. Like I want to wrap my head around it. Oh man. So uh, I left the corporate world last summer and decided to take all my side hustles uh, my and make it my main gig. And so we, I own a group of small businesses in a couple of different industries and uh, cover different places and just kind of, I like to work with people that like to run businesses and help them run better. So I bring somebody in to run my businesses and partner with them and uh, coach them and, and train them and work through each one of my lines. And 
I enjoy working with a lot of different people that like making things work. Okay. Like it's that high level thought process and coming up with plans, implementing yeah. plans. That's You're like the mastermind behind it all. It. I have so many questions still though. Let's go. Okay. What was their first, um, take corporate America out of it. What was the first side business you ever had? Just was it real estate? Like buying? No, so my first side hustle. I was Side like, hustle. <laughs> what was it? So I was in public accounting uh, for a while there. So I had a small accounting firm on the side, 25, oh. 30 clients. Like uh, accounting for a business or like doing people's taxes? All of it. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, bookkeeping, uh, taxes, CFO for hire, all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then Jesse got her business started. And uh, she's so his had, wife is a therapist, which I just love. Right. Owns her own clinic in town. Uh, has had it for nine years now. So you, did she work with a group before and then went off on her own? She? Yeah. Yeah. She, so you helped her like take. Well, I didn't help her. I mean, she did it all. I of mean, course. I, I, I love I, this. I might've put my like two cents in there, but that, that woman's going to change the world on her own. She's got things going. Oh, that was the cutest and so true. I love it. Thanks. Okay. So in, in um, my first, so I did that forever. And then uh, a couple of years ago, I, or I started buying real estate and I'm going to buy two, three rental houses a year and play the long game until I'm 50 and be okay with it. And then you get through the pandemic and I got, was that terrifying? The pandemic was a different world. Okay. That's uh, a, a part of life that we all seem to, I forget. Well, I forget. everyone has, I mean, it affected so many things for so many mm -hmm. reasons, but I, I mean, I don't own anything other than this <laughs> house right here, you know, like I can't imagine. But for us, it was hard with the kids and, um, having Lena was one, and uh, then Jesse ended up getting pregnant, you know, uh, about two years into it. And so yeah. all of that was interesting and, and added to it. But we're here now. We're all better. Yeah. Uh, everybody's, you know, everybody's getting back to the world. And that's really what matters. I know. I think it'll be interesting to see, which I don't really even love talking about COVID, but here I am. Um, what kind of effects it even really did have? I don't even know if we know yet, you know? know. When, uh, so Jesse tested positive for COVID the day Thatcher was born, our youngest. Yes, I remember this. And so I, this is a super scientific study. My oh. other two kids <laughs> were aggressive smilers from the moment they were born. Okay. So the third one, we had to wear masks and we had to stay away from them. So I, of course, was like, oh my God, like this is this is my time to attach to my child. I haven't carried him for nine months. Like yeah. I'm the one that's missing out here. Totally. You know? And uh, I was terrified that my child wasn't going to smile because he didn't see my face. I, it was, I'm telling you, it's all I talked about for like a month and a half. Yeah. And I was just terrified about this. And uh, now, luckily, you meet that. I was like, that's just a happy things kid. to worry about. <laughs> but, it, but it did take him about a month and a half to start smiling like a regular baby, which was, you know, uh, it's just a difference. Um, and everything's fine. Every, no, nothing happened long term or not, whatnot. But yeah. it's just an interesting thing to pay attention to. I know. I, I feel like it, we're, I could go on and on for the. I guess I think no matter what age your kids were, you were, it affected everyone for different reasons. And I always think about like what these college kids who miss out on these only four yeah. years or the kids that didn't get to go to prom or the mm -hmm. kids that missed this field trip or the kids that aren't smiling, you know, it's right. so, I, and I always think about trip to me was like the first, he was in kindergarten. So he was like the first COVID kid sent home. Oh, I don't know. They seem totally fine. Yeah. I just think it'll be wild to see couple years from now, how that actually played a role in his life. I think in ways that we, I don't even know yet, you know, I listened to a social scientist that said, uh, this generation just had the best two years of their life where they got oh. locked in a room. They <laughs> so they play video games. I actually loved it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were, um, I, I always think about that. There are some fond memories of it all. Like just when the world stopped and we all were, we were playing board games, coming mm -hmm. up with games, having family dinners. Mm -hmm. No, I'm super social. 
always feel the need to be around people, but when no one was doing it, like I loved it. Like that right. family connection. I mean, that's like once in a, like that's wild, you it know, is. that'll be, that'll be it. <laughs> And, you know, you can sit around and see all the, like my daughter's four. And so she grew up during COVID basically. Absolutely. And, being, and we took it seriously and like locked down and we had the, we were, we had the luxury to not have to go anywhere. And so we didn't. And, you know, that has its impacts that everybody's got to work through. Yeah. In hindsight, it might not have been the best thing, but at the time, that's all we knew. We were just scared well, to death. Do you know, I always think on the flip side, like I had a hard time, really, Stephen and I both went to work every single day mm -hmm. and I've almost felt like I couldn't relate to what everyone else was going through because everyone was staying home and homeschooling. We still had a nanny here. I actually work for a respiratory company. So it's like <laughs> never, it was wild, but we both, I don't know. It was so crazy. Like mm -hmm. nothing changed, but I felt like on the outside because we were, and people didn't want to hang out with us because we left the house. Mm -hmm. I was in the hospital a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I was like a little germ. Nobody wanted to be around. <laughs> All right, man. I don't even know why we're here. No more COVID. Ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> good. Okay. Good call. Take me back to this business because you said a lot of things right there and I'm still like, mm. So if I want to start a business tomorrow, can I hire you to get my business off the ground? Or you're doing your own? I'm doing my own thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, you know, if anybody wants consulting, I, I always answer. Hit him up, Ben Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> Money always talks. Also, I don't want to start my own business. I'm just asking. <laughs> Sounds like you did here with this podcast. Hey. Uh, business. I'm actually session. losing money on this podcast. Or you can follow see uh, and uh, <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're doing your own thing. How do you decide? Like, are you finding things you're interested in or things that are profitable? I actually asked Jared Jagudis this, but I think it was off air because he had looked at a bunch of franchises, mm -hmm. one being Great Clips, and I was like, huh, I guess you don't always find like I don't think it's a passion in uh, cheap haircuts, but apparently it's a great business model, right? Like, you can. So, My what are you do? Do you find your passion or you find your my passion is making money. Okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> my passion is making money as easily as possible. Uh, so I, there's a lot of different things you're looking at, right? Like, are you looking for cash flow? Are you looking for something you can build? Are you looking for your, you know, your billion dollar idea that you found? Are you looking to acquire a business that's, you know, being run with a fax machine that you can upgrade? So, for example, I founded my insurance company. You have an insurance company? I do. Huh. So I founded my insurance company, started that from scratch because I have a brand that I think I can take national that, that I think is like my billion dollar idea. Then I have a pet food company that I actually closed the day after the baby was born in the hospital. I want to talk about this pet food company. Keep and going. that's my like passion project. Like the, I'm working with people that I care about. Like I care about providing good products to the, to the, the community at, and providing the best customer service and working with certain people in certain ways. And so then I have like my Jackson Hewitt, which is like pays the bills, right? So you think about cash flow. So is that taxes? Huh? Tax? Tax service, okay. yeah. And so you have, you know, this business is my my anchor business that, that works a certain way, operates a certain way, and it's set up. Then I have, you know, there's your cash flow. Then you have your investment for, you know, I don't have a retirement account. I have businesses that I invest in. And then I have, you know, real estate that grows in a certain way that that, depreciation offsets all the income over here so you can save money you know there's a lot of different talking about money you got to make money then you got to learn how to save money serious question Do, like when you go to go to bed at night is your head just spinning like, you got, like your hands in a lot of different pots mm -hmm. like that would stress me out if i'm being honest it's but it's played into my that, really well okay yeah. okay you got a way well, to all of them, they all sound really different, but sure. they all run similar processes Okay, that I can, you know, get an economy of scale and, and apply that across everything. 
plus the ability to take uh, the difference between a hard product, uh, inventory product like the pet food versus a service like insurance or uh, taxes, they all have, they, they all kind of flow and, and fit each other and they all kind of protect each other. One's a, you know, territories in different states, another one's here, another one's in another state. And so it all kind of, uh, I'm, what's the word I'm looking for, Ashley? Well, so is there any that you feel like you have to give more of your time to than the other ones? No. Like it's all under the, okay. It's all the same thing to me. You know, but I think when you're everyday entrepreneur, when I was starting to follow you on your Instagram and doing all these different things, and I was like, I thought you had a pet food. Like, I guess that's where I thought your mm -hmm. business was. Only maybe because it got a storefront and it's, mm -hmm. tell me about that one. Cause that's kind of fun to so me. So we had, we acquired uh, the pet once franchise here in town uh, last uh, in 2021. So it was already a business. It was. Okay. And uh, it was a franchise here in town. And the guy was running on with paper and clipboards Aww, and buddy. Uh, the one guy doing it all, him and his wife. And so um, I had an insurance acquisition that in Miami that fell through. And I was like, SOL, like it's this end of my rope. Cause I got to figure something out. And I found this company for sale pretty cheap and I went after it. And I partnered with my wife's aunt, who is the one that I met my wife through. When you're the one you're scooping doo-doo. Yeah. I've never called it doo-doo in my life until this <laughs> podcast, which is amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. Right. So, uh, <laughs> I partnered with with my wife's aunt. She's got two adopted daughters that that I was one of the first people in the family that they met, and uh, we've always been really close. And uh, so it's it it made a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I got this, you know, there's this opportunity here. You guys, you know, let's build this thing together. And so we did. We operated it out of the back room of of my office, and then I had a tenant move out, and we moved to next door. And so we have a what? small little. It's like a class C type real estate. Um, little spot in the back, but it's a, a store. Oh, how's front. it going so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. Okay. So it's a farmers market based business model. So in the spring and summer, you see us at um, we're at Papa's Grove or at Riceville Beach, Carolina Beach, uh, and so you'll see us there. But then we also have our anchor, and we'll, we're looking to hire uh, some more staff and have that thing open I love more, it. more. When you tell Jesse, hey, you know what? I'm done with corporate America. It's time. It's time to get our business going. Like I'm going to go into business for myself full time. Mm -hmm. How'd that conversation look? Not well. Is that too private? Sorry. No. Nah, <laughs> I mean, she's not afraid of it. I love that you said not well, because I'm just sitting here picturing Stephen being like, hey, Ash, I'm leaving this engineering gig and I'm starting my own business. I'm the hell you are. No, I'm kidding. Uh -huh. no, I want to think I would happened. be supportive, but that would, it, it's going to take me a second. You know? It was like that. Like, yeah, okay. that's a great idea. You dumbass. Like. Well, I, I feel like I'd always be worried that I'm not, that we weren't ready or not there, but I, what does that even mean? You know? So realistically, my spouse, and I think this goes for most people, right? Let, let's talk about our moms. Okay. How often did you talk to your mom and your mom get worried about something? Like she doesn't understand what you're talking uh. about. <laughs> and so she starts to get worried for you, right? Which is so sweet. Right. Yes. If I want someone to be worried about me, I like. Right. Okay. I'm going to tell, you my tell mom. your mom, like, mom, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do step C and I'm going to go to Z. Your mom's going to look at you and go, don't give up your day job yet, honey. Make sure you have sure. your health insurance. Make sure. That's what I think I've always been told. Uh -huh. I got to have insurance. I need a 401k. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? I feel like that's like the basic advice we get. That's it. That, yeah. So uh, Jesse was, she was supportive and worried and concerned and um, rightfully so. Of course, um, she ended up retiring or stopping. Uh, let's call it retiring. I love she's it. She's like she's five years younger than me. <laughs> so I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, there's just a few things that you got to do. As that all kind of came at once, mm -hmm. which well, is in my, I guess to me, I get, you know, like yeah. I'm not there at your dinner time right, discussion. Right, right. So to me, I'm like, 
they're going all in. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Which so is did. amazing. Yeah. Well, after we locked up the Jackson Hewitt, there's no way. I've, I've never traveled for it before or anything close to regularly. I've been averaging like three weeks a month now. Ooh. It's, it's different. What's that like? It's new. Yeah. I'm the guy that's like always home with everybody though. Like I'm at every doctor's appointment. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm bath time. Dad. I'm the WWE the dad. The first like, night you're gone, are you like sick? I'm getting like sweet sleep in this hotel room. Just nah, come on. I don't get Just, that. No? No. Not at all. Like I feel I like one that. night away, I'm like, awesome. No, I then woke up I this morning my with kids. my son on me and my wife, Aww. my daughter in my arms and Jesse complaining to too many people in the bed. So. <laughs> You're like, I prefer this. Uh -huh. That's really sweet. And though. when I'm like working, like I'm, for me, like I'm all in, like I, I get manic about things. I get like, it's hard like you to keep up with me for a lot of things. So if I'm in, if I'm traveling for work, I'm sun sundown, we're working. And then I go to bed. You like know? you're not in the lobby at four having cocktails, eating no. like a, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, we might be, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I'm working. I'm not working. I know how to grill some people while I'm drinking. It's a whole different ball game when it's your company. Totally. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I get it. I feel like the traveling part, that's definitely going to be a big adjustment for both of you. Mm -hmm. You know, we just have to remember it's worth it. And yeah. the summer when I'm on the boat on Tuesday at two o'clock or 11 o'clock, yeah. cause I want to, that's why. Um, can I ask this? I love when I preface something because what if I want someone on here to be like, no, you cannot. <laughs> do you feel guilty sometimes? Like, so you're gone. And then do you feel like when you're home, you have to be with him 24 seven? So you brought this up with Megan. Okay. Uh, about your self care. Oh, guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So I, Jesse and I have different love languages. As you should. Right. So my love language is like, I need a minute. Like I need all y'all to leave me alone for a minute. I need silence. I need, I need I don't know if that's actually a love language. We should make it one. Christy Kermer always says that's hers too, but keep going. <laughs> but so Jesse's the opposite. She wants like, let's sit here for an hour so I can recharge. Okay. And and it's two different you styles, know, styles of, like, yeah. Like I'm at the end of this. I need a minute. She's like a quality time where like I need to like. Right. Okay. And I'm a quality time with myself. It's mm -hmm. just a quality time with us. And uh, it, it, totally respectable, right? You have to learn these little things in your marriage. If you can't understand these little nuances, like you just mm -hmm. argue about no reason. And the same shit's going to happen over and over, and over again over in your marriage. So you figure yes. out, you know, I actually, uh, wait, I'm going to hijack this really quick. Was listening to this guy, Jay Shetty, who has a podcast. Yes. I, you, oh, love him. Mm -hmm. And he, this just reminded me of, he said, as much as we should be in tune with our partner's love language, we also need to be in tune with their fight language. Uh -huh. I and saw that, that same video. Did you see that? And it made me think of this right now. Like I want to talk it out. I feel better. That's how I process things. And Stephen's very quiet then because mm -hmm. he wants to think before he speaks, which is also very intelligent. That's a good move. But I'm still working on that. It's tough because it's not like we're fight fighting, but if something happens and I'm upset, I want to like, why, you know, let's like nitpick, let's go, let's go, let's talk. And he's like, wants to think and process and not say something stupid, you know? So do you guys, are you guys able to like get to that point and say, time out, we need to break. Like, I understand you want to go at it, but I need time. Absolutely. But we've also, uh, no, but we've been in therapy for quite a few years and that's really helped because mm -hmm. I do, I know that's how he is and he knows we're going to, we don't have to like now I'm like, okay, we don't have to do it tonight, but it's not going anywhere. We're going to talk about it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like I got to, I got to feel settled, you mm -hmm. know, like I got to have gotta some, shut it down. yes. And so I'll give you a night, but we're bringing it back up. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm like, we're not. Nope. It's coming <laughs> right now. It's coming right now. Right. And I, so one thing I'm not good at my relationship is like, Jesse can cut eyes with the best of them. Like, and, and 
Uh, that's all it takes pay, one the look kids pay attention and me i'm like what are you talking about like, i don't <laughs> see nothing <man." laughs> and so that's where it's like i never picked up on that stuff and uh i could definitely the nonverbal cues oh, that yeah. she was spitting your way uh-huh. that's amazing okay back to your so your self-care your you time looks more like you need some space yeah what do and you so, what do you do when you're by yourself just hanging out just chilling do you listen man. to music i listen to music I, okay. have, I like to sit in silence Ooh. i recently started reading books again nice good for you i cut myself off social media in like january 21 and uh up until i launched all this stuff i was off social media and i read like 17 books it's amazing i was pretty proud of myself i think it's like terrifying how much you can accomplish when you don't have social media right (laughs) well you find out how addicted you are to it like i I I would realize how many times i'm at my computer just like looking for a dopamine hit there it goes right yeah so i actually i said this on another podcast but i um I have a lot, like not a lot of free time at work, but it'll be five, 10 minutes here and there. I'm waiting for a physician to finish with a patient so I can go talk to them. And I, of course I would just sit there and maybe I took a working pill, but I'd probably scroll my phone. And now I find myself doing a podcast interview, like taking notes, looking up who I'm going to like some research for the upcoming. I'm like, this is time better spent. I feel better about myself. Yes, you Read should. a book, do something else, something more productive, mm-hmm. except now I kind of need social media again. Because I want people to listen to my podcast. Right? Like I need social media so I can get people to listen to my stuff. And I need social media so I can make my stuff. I need, I need social media so I can learn what everybody's watching. Like there's a lot yes. of things that go into that cycle. You know, this kind of just is organically leading into the next thing I want to ask you, even though I don't even know if I let you finish. Have I let you finish any thought? Don't worry, Ben. I'm sorry. Here uh, we are. But it's so fun. I'm down. I'm cool. I'm, I think I'm talking. We're good. Like I'm curious what you think what kind of role social media has in small businesses, like even yours, mm. for example. So like, I guess I always think when, when I feel like we were the generation when the internet was coming out, you know, coming to be, and then people started shopping online. And all we heard was that it was taking away from small businesses, mm. which maybe it was. I have, by the way, guys, I have no data, no facts, no nothing to back anything I'm saying up. This is just my own personal opinion or the way I felt like life was happening. So, you know, people were buying from Amazon or whatever the big stores were and it was taken away from small business. But now I find myself buying from a lot of small businesses because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it flipped the other way it in did. my mind. Right? When, Is when, that a thing? When we had the internet, all we had was websites we go buy stuff from, right? Yeah. So everything, Walmart came to town. Well, Amazon was the digital Walmart, right? Came to town. You have no social media to talk to different people. You have MySpace and nobody's doing this <laughs> on MySpace, right? What were we doing on there? Oh my gosh. Are you <laughs> I was just looking at how cute Bright was, you know, and sending in messages. <laughs> All right, keep going. I'm sorry. And uh, so that was, you know, the consolidation of everything. And since then, I think we've seen the decentralization of everything from uh, the stuff we buy, small business are coming back in, everybody's going in that niche market. And then now you have the rise of social media. TikTok's a big one, right? Ugh. Instagram showed everybody where they don't have. TikTok shows everybody we're all the same. And so you have these little ways of getting into people's houses, minds, time, and, and they see you now. So yeah. mom and Joe's, uh, you know, vape <laughs> uh, shop around the corner now, who nobody would know them, now has a following online and their business is going. So for a small business, for all business, you've got to run online. What the real problem I think is going to be is what this AI is going to do to everything, especially with how you can curate all four sectors of it. It's it's going to be. I don't know. You, I was following you so hard until that last little part. What's so, going to happen? What 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 well, are the four sectors? AI, Tell new, me. There's this new open AI thing that came out in uh, the end of November. Okay. It's called Chat GPT. It got bought for a couple. Chat of like C H A. Chat. Chat. Oh, okay. okay Chat. Okay. 
GPT, something like that. And mm-hmm. it got bought by Microsoft for a couple billion dollars. It had a million users in five days, which is faster than any other social media network. What? You type into it a question, write me 500 words about financial literacy, and it writes a 500 word page in about 30 seconds. I I need some I need some time yeah. to process this. Let's go back to things I know like TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> well, now that they also have where you can take that that paper that it writes and you can put it in another AI generator and it'll do a video with voice. Oh, Ben, I'm still trying to learn how to make a cool like reel for uh, you know, geez. Yep. And maybe I just give up on that and try to learn this new thing instead. Now that your voice is out on the internet, make sure you tell all your grandmas that you're not calling them, asking them for money because people can now take your voice create something Ben, i'm gonna have nightmares tonight darn it this is too much for me (laughs) all right do you but i get back to so i am the target audience probably for this new thing too but like i am easily influenced i follow one too many instagram tiktok influencers and i buy their shit all the time do you think about that for your businesses like you you throw somebody out there telling somebody to get this pet food i'm trying I mean, I think that's a thing, right? So I have a whole affiliate marketing business with uh, pet insurance that we're trying to do. And so you'll, if you've seen that on, uh, on um, Instagram or yeah. Facebook, uh, we've got multiple different ads there. We have some video ads. Isn't that, there like, you're, that's, there's something right now. There is one pet insurance. Okay. Yeah. I had this when I was out of college because I was broke, as I think most people are. Uh-huh. And I had a dog that my enti- his entire life, he ate everything. We were in that vet's office more than he would be a perfect I, I mean, Perfect now, customer. fortunately, I think I can afford a vet bill, but I couldn't then. It was terrible. Right. Well, now it's like uh, Aflac for your dog. So if you, like um, our, an agent in our office the other day had to take his dog to the ER at like 3 o'clock in the morning, one, one Sunday morning. $3,000. $3,500. Jeez. And our insurance would have covered uh, like $382 of it. Man. And I feel like sometimes you know you've got that pet or not. Like, I mean, I'm not till the day Charlie, rest in peace, died. He ate my life. Mm-hmm. He ate doors, baskets, walls, self. I don't, my, I had a Louis Vuitton clutch back in the oh, day. He no. ate all my things. You know, I mean, you just know I could have mm-hmm. used that for him for sure. Yeah. All right, friends. I say this every time, but when I stop this thing, because I had to say goodnight to my kids, I never remember what I was talking about. So it's okay because I'm just going to pick it back up anyways. Sounds good. Okay. So said night that you were so inspiring that we were stuffing envelopes at your house. We were also, you were sharing with me that earlier that day, I don't know, maybe it was earlier that day, either way, that you had taken your kids down to Bald Eagle Lane and you had gone and sat on this lot that was on the water. Mm -hmm. And essentially you told me that you had this like vision board and that's where you were like, I'm going to make this damn thing happen. I want to, I want to have a house on the water. I want to raise my family this way. And I thought it was so cool because I'm here for it. Like sometimes I think I'm too lazy to actually make a vision board, but mm. I think there could be something said there. I didn't make an actual vision board. No, I want to believe that you had puffy paint. Come on. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I picture like a poster board with like this ocean front view house. One. I'm make one. I, I am going to make it. Okay. So where's your, it's, it's in your mind. It is. It, and it's, well, it's, the lot on Bald Eagle Lane that has the tree that they just started building on that everybody knows about. So your your vision is gone. Maybe this house will be so sick that you're going to want That's it one the point. day. We just got to find another lot. <laughs> you better hurry up, right. man. You better make those millions. It was uh, on the first day of school. Lena, my my the two youngest kids, and I took the the big kid to school, dropped them off, and we went and sat on this lot that we do. And we just pull the car up there, listen to music, and we pull up, and there was a deer standing there between us and the water. It was just picturesque. 
Ooh, like, I feel like there's some symbolism there. Exactly. Like things like that. Always like, oh, there's another reason to do what I'm doing. Right. And so it was just a, a nice little like a reminder that like you got it. Stay the path. It, it might have just got longer, but it got a lot more fun. Might have just got longer. I like that. So do you so you don't have an actual vision board? Are you one of those like do you like post quotes up? Like what other where are you getting all this inspiration from? Because you're always really good at having like positive like like a quick quote like a saying like you're always like saying something to me that i'm like dang ben that was good like i want a little calendar 365 days of ben Morgan quotes let's uh, make that a thing <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that on click funnels oh so i don't personally uh my stuff comes from life experiences and and being at a point jesus bright <laughs> <laughs> my Just husband kidding. everybody out there shutting doors all out <laughs> uh it uh, comes from getting through things and realizing that you're going to be fine on the other side and uh, realizing that everything's going to be okay, no matter so what. Truth. And I also have a bomb ass woman that holds it down for me. It reminds me of all this stuff. Yeah, Jesse, you hearing this? He's so good. You're so good. You know, I do think that's true. Sometimes I think some of the simplest things are also the most profound. Like things are going to be fine. And when they're not, you're going to get through it. And it's going to be fine again. But it takes like time and life experience to get to that place. This is this is about to be real deep here. I don't know if we have time for all this. So I um I was in a really bad car accident. I mentioned that my brother had passed away, but I was in a bad car accident when I was I don't know fourteen. He was sixteen. We were in a car together. So I have this weird. I mean, it's not weird because it makes sense. But I have a fear of especially when my kid, when my kids are in the car with mm -hmm. people. I have this weird fear mm -hmm. like this something is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it totally makes sense. PTSD. 100%. So I was telling my therapist one day how uh, like we were going through it because if the, I always make the sitters text me when they pick the kids up and then they, once they're home safe, they have to text me that they're home safe. And if they don't, I start panicking. So I'm in the middle of my work day and all of a sudden I look at my phone and I realize what time it is and that nobody's texted me. I call the sitter one day. This is not the sitter we have now. It doesn't matter. It was a year ago. I call her. She doesn't answer. So I start spiraling, like something clearly happened. I'm driving home. So I'm telling Erica this whole thing. And she's like, so Ashley, like, what were you going to do? You driving home is not going to prevent the bad thing from happening. Mm -hmm. She's like, I, if heaven forbid they were in a car accident, you're going to get a call and you're going to do the next thing and you're going to go from there. And I guess the point of that to me to bring it back was like, things are, they're going to be, you're going to work out, you know, you're something in your life is going to happen and it's going to be fine and you're going to get through it. And you're going to figure out the next thing you got to do to put mm -hmm. one foot in front of the other. Were you following me on all that? That was really 100%. deep for just a life's fine conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that weird? That was so impactful to me. I was like, you're right. Like, what is me having the sitter text me going to do? What is me driving home? It's not going to stop a bad thing from happening. Like, I'm going to just have to go through life and figure out my next move. You know? So not having control gives you anxiety. But oh, you realize that, that you is. have anxiety because you don't have any control at all. Do you guys hear this? See, that that could be on a page. And I'd be like, that's so true. I do like to be in control. And you can only control so many things, only you know? So many things. But God, if I like and not very many things outside of you. Right. But if you could pick and choose, right? It's like I want them to be safe. I want to control that. And I can't. Life's gonna mm -hmm. keep happening. It is. And I can do as much as you know. Mm -hmm. me well, I mean, that's a pretty severe trauma traumatic that's situation true. to be in. Like I 
my kids, I, I've never been in a car accident. I didn't lose a sibling. And there are things that my kids can't do because of some simple trauma. So I wouldn't beat myself up feeling bad about that. At all. I know. I know. I, right. I was like, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's still just, but it's something I certainly have got to work. They're going to drive one day. Like right. I got to get through hopefully. this now. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Or I'm going to mess them up enough. Or <laughs> keep them on got such a tight leash. <laughs> I don't, you know, though, I think that's why I'm doing the work now. And I feel like even just that one conversation, and again, it was not like she said anything crazy. Mm -hmm. It was just like, it, it resonated that day and it hit me hard. I was like, that's, that's true. It's going to be fine. And I'm going to tackle things as they come mm -hmm. and I can't control it all. You know, it's going to be fine. How many times has Steven told you that? Oh man, I, I don't know. Does it You're sound right, better probably. when it came from somebody? Which isn't that the point though? Like we need a third party yeah. in there. Yeah, I just he loves it too though. Like he mm -hmm. he meets with her. Like I feel like work stressors and things. He doesn't want to hear it from me. We've been in therapy for ten years. You're oh fine. My gosh. Yeah. You, do you ever feel like she's therapying you and you don't want it? Are you like, no. hey, hey, relax there? No. no. <laughs> like, she forgets it when she gets home. Okay. We got we were together before she went to grad school, and when when she was in grad school, you go with a, a cohort, right? So there's there's. 12 people that do two years of the program together. And in this program, all of her, everybody in her program, all that are significant others had some kind of psychology or mental health background. And here I was an accountant and finance guy. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is Ben. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I, I absorbed a lot of information. Okay. Uh, and uh, so picking all that stuff, like it's fun. Well, halfway know what I'm talking about. And yeah. she comes in and is like, you're making me this. I can't make you anything. Like, it, let's put time out. <laughs> let's, let's, let's put real uh, anger where it needs to be at. And so those little things uh, happen. But well, it's not like she's just there. She's like a marriage therapist mm -hmm. too. So to me, I'm like, that's a lot of pressure there sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. She also her got, you know, did five years working with children before she did working oh. with uh, couples. And so it's like, I feel like there's so many job professions where I'm like, I just think it's like, okay, if I'm a hairstylist, everywhere I go, do I have to have like this perfect hair? Right. Like if I, you know. You got this perfect hair, you got to know what they're talking about. <laughs> so as like a therapist, I'm like, do I have to like go around being like, I have this perfect marriage? But I mean, that's not what it's all about. <laughs> I feel like that would weird me out too. Uh, but you guys do have a good thing going on. And I do always appreciate, I like venting to her because I forget that that's her profession and she is the same way. She's mm -hmm. got some good feedback, you mm -hmm. know? And it's, it's easy when, mm. You're like, don't let it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy is not what I want to say. It. Hearing something from a third party that you respect on a certain level to be able to tell you, like, call you on your stuff is important. I'm pretty so confident true. that you and your husband look at each other and call each other all the time and you walk away going, you're a dumbass and keep on going, right? Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> well, when the therapist that you're paying yeah. is sitting there going, well, maybe you should think about this a little different, you know, you, you got to kind of take that in. Right. Mm -hmm. And it and it took a few years to get to talking about those things, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like she knows me and she knows my personality. It is. I feel like the first it. like weeks is backstory. Uh, therapy it can be, it's horribly awkward at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I actually tried a few times and never, like I went once and mm -hmm. I'm like, that was so uncomfortable. I don't want to go again. I tried somebody new, you know, it is mm -hmm. like, how do you get all that information out in and out? Like 45 minutes, right. 50 minutes. I just, but it is, it's just little by little. And if you click with them, and then you know? talking, just talking out loud is therapeutic. Have you tried journaling yet? No, but that's funny bringing it up because this is going to sound so cheesy, Ben, but something about writing my interviews for a podcast, I find in this, it's not about me, so it should, but it's somewhat therapeutic. So I can see how journaling would be. I love writing these out and I write the way I talk, which if I ever write a book, 
which is something that's always on the back burner. Mm -hmm. That's how I'd want to do it, like a James Frey style. Like, yeah. do you know who that is? I don't know. I love him. But he writes, he doesn't let anyone edit it. Mm. And it's just the way he would talk. And it's amazing to me. That's cool. I love his writing style. Do you journal? I recently started, like month, like six months ago. Dear diary, today's two. <laughs> six months ago, I, I had, a great it, vision. I had it, uh, something that made me upset. And I was bound to determine I was going to handle it differently. And instead of going and chewing on the bone to, to figure out my issue, I sat down and I wrote it out. I love it. And felt I good. physically felt the stress leave. I really, I do think there's something to it. Mm -hmm. I've actually, you know, like I've had, if Steve and I are going through something, I've like made a little note section on my phone and that, I guess that's essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like things I, cause then sometimes when I want to talk about that night, I can't remember all the things that uh -huh. I had that were so good. I'm like, oh, we've been happy for three weeks. I forgot everything. And then, oh, we're fighting. <laughs> totally. I remember this now. I, I can remember the last six months here. Let me console my notes. Actually. Uh -huh. Just piss me off. I remember everything. <laughs> we're happy. I don't know. I don't have any complaint. I forget it. All yes. Yeah. But I think there's something to it, right? I, even if I don't say it all, I think there's, there is definitely something there and something I want to be better about. Mm -hmm. I think it's important. That's something I would, my dogs are coming. Are they? I should have brought them some dog food. They're pretty wild, dude. We're going to hear. Is that toenails? I don't know, guys. Sorry, you guys can't hear them. We've got these sweet little headphones on. We can hear all the beasts. Hey, this is a real life podcast. We do it in my kitchen, you know? It's live. So we did it again where I stopped recording. I feel like what you just said was amazing. So I don't care if there's no context. Give that to me again. I was saying, essentially, I was saying I'm sometimes overwhelmed by the amount of content out there. To consume. To consume, right? right? Like I want to get smarter by a podcast, but sometimes I want to laugh. Sometimes I want to hear about music. Sometimes I want to hear smartless and those guys because they're entertaining and sometimes funny. Sometimes you want something mindless so you can like let Absolutely. your brain on. Then I want Jay Shetty mm -hmm. to just like make me feel happier and be right. a better person, you know? You have to uh, make sure you're filling up your cup, right? You got to get, you, you got to, a 30 minute fun little podcast isn't going to change anything besides make you happy for a while, right? So that fills your cup. You have to take time to fill your cup. You can't take time to overfill your cup. That's what you got to be careful of. You got to know the difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a fine line sometimes, very, very right? Fine. Jeez. When you so, hit minute 35 of scrolling on TikTok, it might be overfilling <laughs> your cup. Do you know, I actually, okay, this is like such a, a weird thing I do, but I don't really watch, I'm not better than it. I don't watch TikTok, but I go to YouTube and I, like Lucy now, I like, learned a TikTok dance, but I go to YouTube to watch TikTok. Mm -hmm. What? Somehow my brain that's better. I don't know because I just I feel out of control a little bit with TikTok. Like I don't know what's coming my way. The I don't really understand of TikTok it. TikTok is on steroids compared to the YouTube short algorithm. Right? Is so there is something mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. and also people do scare me about TikTok sometimes. <laughs> like I don't know, Chinese are stealing my, my thoughts. Well, not that they want that. anything to do with me. <laughs> doing that with your, with your laptop, your phone. I'm the your least account. interesting person that they could be stealing any <laughs> secrets from. But I don't know. It's just there's something that worries me about TikTok. And when I have been on there, it really is the next thing you do lose track of time and you don't know. And I can feel what it's doing. I think I go on for a recipe and then I'm like, ooh, that looks better. Ooh, I want to make this one. Ooh. Have you noticed your attention span getting shorter? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so stimulating to watch a quick little mm -hmm. whatever second. 30 seconds video that's something interesting Man. and you move to the next one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It hits these senses. It's a dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit. These poor children. Yeah. 
Totally. And then on top of that, the algorithm for the United States is geared towards teaching us stupid things and dances and people hurt themselves. I love Whereas a stupid in China, dance. It's about, you know, engineering and science and math and art. Dude, we're just going downhill right. over here. Totally. No. You know, I actually want to have um I'm hoping to have a podcast panel in this one day with some mama friends or dad friends. It doesn't have to be moms, but just talking out of a little bit about social media and parenting and navigating this journey. I don't want experts with any science. I just want to talk about how it feels like real what parents. it's a real parents, like what it's like. And I want different aspects. Like my sister-in-law has high school girls Then I want a middle school mama. Like I've got elementary school girls, but I'm mm. already kind of trying to do my homework or mm. figure out how I'm going to navigate. I think it'd be really interesting. I would listen to that podcast. I just would, saying, you know, long, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. I asked the question about the earrings. Like I've got a daughter. She's four. Like she's cute, man. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Harvey says, uh, he is him. fantastic by the way. Isn't he? He's yes. hysterical too. Somebody asked him, I saw this video about, uh, Steve Harvey, do you have any, uh, advice to raise my daughters? And he said, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he said, genius. Ba basically he said, I never, I never hit my daughters cause I didn't want them to, to equate a man's love with being hit. And I spoiled them. I bought them houses, horses, took them on trips. And so if you're not in the spoiling women business, and you come to <laughs> Steve Harvey's daughters, keep on walking. So. Oh, Steve. Do you know my very first episode when I sat Steven down, when he didn't even know we were doing this thing, I mentioned a Steve Harvey clip that he had sent me. And I'm going to forget it right now because I'm on the spot. But it was something about – he was essentially said you're on the edge of a swimming pool and sometimes you don't jump, you get pushed. Mm -hmm. But it was about making a choice or make, taking that next step. He's got good, he's got a lot of little tidbits up there. You know, just hit record. Just hit record. God, that man. Uh -huh. He's also funny. I love Family Feud so much. He is hysterical. If I could be on any game show, that's the one I would be on. Mm -hmm. And Fun I just fact. want to be there for the like in between when he's talking <laughs> and answering questions. Don't you don't want to be there when you're like, mm, buzzer. <laughs> like, and say the silliest things. Like, I, mean, I, would I would love that, love but it. I just think just How that, do we get a crew to get on Family Feud? I don't even know what we're talking about now. Jeez Louise. So we're going back to. Uh, All right. Here's, yes, this is what I want to do wrap this up this way. I think this part of this age group is really important is about taking care of ourselves so we can take care of our families. And I'm always curious how everyone does that because it's not that easy. Mm -hmm. And so you had to reach out to me after my podcast with Megan and just, it was so kind, Ben, like that really, it really means a lot to me when I, one that somebody listens at all is amazing. And two, when somebody takes a second out of their day to tell me that I don't know that it was impactful somehow or that they even just that they enjoyed it. It really means a lot to me. So one, thank you for that. Thanks for sharing that. But two, I think I actually thought about that because I was like, I think I really generalized it and I hated that I did that with like moms and females because that's not really fair. Mm -hmm. Even though you didn't say anything, like you were just like, I related to what you guys were talking about. I'm like, you know, it doesn't have to be gender specific, right? Well, like, it's not. I mean, we're all in a, hey, it's 2023. We're all the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right? man. Sorry about that. No, we all, uh, <laughs> listen, we, for me, it hit with me because anxiety, no matter how it manifests, no matter what it comes from, it's a real feeling, right? And we react to that. And the big thing is that when you start to feel like that and you can't understand what's going on, it's very important to understand that you're not alone and you're yes. not going through something that somebody else hasn't gone through. You're, this stuff is normal, guys. Our, our parents became alcoholics <laughs> and left, and we're here trying to make it better, right? So we have to think about like when you get anxiety and you get problems, I personally... It, I've been impacted a lot recently, as you can imagine. Um, over you got a lot the of your past plate, few years, yeah. like you know, anxiety's come up. It's never been a problem for me, right? Now here I am, and 
I, I'm stressing about a lot of different things. Uh, frankly, quit my job is probably the least stressful thing. But yeah, with I mean, Ben, I, like that's what when I was joking about like your you and Jesse having this conversation, I was also being serious because I'm sure you're like I got a family to provide for, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, that's why you're doing this right. is to give them the best shot. But so, you'd be lying if you didn't say that, that like you didn't think about going about it. I'd be like, oh shit, like I don't have that stability stability to some aspect, so, right? Um, the stability that was the biggest thing that I was scared of for sure, hundred percent. Uh, because I always thought I needed that. And yeah. that's what I had to get through was that the people you're taking advice from, are they living the life that you want to be living? Are they, you know, if they're working for $25 an hour at the, at the tire plant and they're telling you, you need to slow down and you're doing too much. Like, I don't know that I'm going to trust your opinion as yeah. much, right? If you live in the house next to the lot on Bald Eagle Land <laughs> that I want to build on and you come out and tell me I needed to be doing something a little bit different, I'm probably going to value that that advice a little sure, bit differently. Sure, sure. Right? But that anxiety creeps in whatever, and wherever it comes from, whatever. It, it always does. So for me personally, that conversation resonated with me because life is real and it impacts all of us. And whether you're – when you're married, one of you is going to go through anxiety at one point and the other one's not, right? And how do you support each other because – you got to help each other, number one. And then I'm pretty confident it's going to come back around to where you're going to need to understand that and have that support as well. Absolutely. One thing I've noticed recently in me is that when I get really anxious, it's because there's something I'm not doing that I know I need to be doing. So typically, if... Do you uh, always know what that thing is or do you got to do some soul searching to find it? Uh I'm pretty hard on myself. So I pretty much like generally can put a finger on it, right? <laughs> like, like, boom, I know exactly what I should be doing right now that I'm not doing it. And every second I'm not doing it is going to create more anxiety, right? Or if I tell Jesse, I'm, you know, hey, I'm, I don't know, something else, whatever creates anxiety is because I'm doing something. I'm not living my truest truth. Okay. I'm not telling the truth. I'm not living the truth. And I'm losing right now because I'm not doing enough work. Let me figure out what I'm doing wrong. Let me stop. Am I watching too much TikTok today? <laughs> am I going to lunch too many times this week? Oh no, what, that'd be my right? advice. <laughs> what simple things am I doing to, to get out to get in my way? Now, then of course you talk about the kids, and I don't know if that anxiety is ever going to go away, right? Like I get anxiety. I love my kids too much. My mom promises me that does not go away. She says she still worries about me just as much today. I can believe that. You know, I've always told my kids since they got here that. Hudson's going to be my age. And I'll be like, get my arms. Give me a hug, boy. Like, get over here. <laughs> know. you know, and uh, I hope so. Right. Like, I that's how I want to be. Yeah. And yes. It, when I got that 19 bedroom house that everyone wants to come to for Christmas. And uh, nobody you can remember leave. this podcast when you're making your billions. And mm -hmm. I might be right there with you. I hope so. And we're going to be doing this again, but in a right legit here. studio. No, no way. <laughs> get out of this kitchen. Look, <laughs> if you don't say it and you don't dream it, it's never going to freaking happen. I love that. I got to figure out what that dream is, you know? Your dream is to have fun doing what you want. I know. I'm just so happy all the time. So I'm like, whatever. This is good. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about your dream. I shouldn't say all the time, guys. I have I have bad days. I was angry like an hour ago because this podcast wasn't working. <laughs> you know? I was really angry. That's yeah. what I look like when I'm angry, by the way. You that saw it. That was me wow, being angry. So yeah. Nice. I was like, I'm nasally. This podcast isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, you thought about your dreams in a less specific way? more about the feelings you want to feel and how you want to spend your day versus what you want to do? Sure. Like, so I had a friend, this is maybe like a year ago, asked like kind of that 10 year question, like, where do you see yourself? And I was like, honestly, if I am right here in this house, as happy as I am today, great. Like, that's where I want to be. Awesome. Like, I don't really think like, 
I don't love that question interview, like where I see my career going, or I just want to feel as happy as I feel today. And however I can, can make that continue to happen for mm -hmm. me, like that's how, what I'm striving for. That's important. So when I felt like something was missing, like I needed something else, I started this podcast. You know, when I feel emptiness somewhere or fulfillment, like I, then I figured out then and I there you go. fill myself back up, you know? So you got this anxiety about like not knowing what you're doing in life and then you, it challenged you to move and you did something. Huh? Right. I was either like, I get a new career or I do this side thing that's always sounded really fun and challenge, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know. So I think maybe, yes, I, I don't know if I've put it into those words, but maybe that is what I'm doing is instead of picturing it so specifically, I'm just want to keep being happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what a goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Definitely. What about you? Like, where are you headed? I, I, I do want to know. Like, that's how I kind of want to wrap it up. What's your ambitions, man? Other than that house of Bald Eagle that we're going to hang out at. <laughs> I want to know who's building that house. Let's find that out. Yeah. We need to God. find it. That's a nice lot. So I went, um, I rode with my friend Brittany there to pick up her daughter the other day. Uh -huh. We were on Bald Eagle. And I was like, would you rather live here or live at Wrightsville Beach? Like, that's a fun. It is a fun question. I would take this. All day I, long. At least I think so right now. Yeah. It's just more, I got my little community right here. Not all the craziness. Like the yes, of the beach traffic. Mm -hmm. It's stunning back there. I mm -hmm. feel like the somehow the sun rises and sets differently down there. <laughs> I just love it. And we're so close, man. We're so close. So close. I we're, mean, we're like two miles away. Not even. Not even. Yes. It's, I mean, we live in an awesome place. I love seeing drone footage of what we did. I'm like, damn, that's home. Isn't you know? Cool? Yeah. I mean, and you're from Washington, Pennsylvania. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. And this yeah. is home. You, I was like six and a half hours landlocked growing up. Right. I had no idea. Like that. Well, this all is here. The crow flies a mile to some of the best water. <laughs> right. Like, yes. All right, Ben. So if people want to find you, want to follow you, want to see this journey happening for you, where can they do that? Uh, I'm on uh, all social medias. Uh, check me out at BenMormon.com. I'm about to follow you on TikTok, bro. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm on, yeah, we got TikTok, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, social media, or Facebook. And then, uh, of course, benmormon.com. Benmormon.com. Uh, I feel like that's how you know you made it. Just your name is the whole website. Ashleybright.com. If you guys are I don't, business, I don't have that. Don't find me there. <laughs> if anybody is in business for themselves and they have an at Gmail or an at Hotmail or an at AOL uh, email address. Is that like frowned upon? Change it, man. Okay. It's $6 a month. Can or it's $11 a year for your domain. One more question. How do you keep up with all the social media things? Do you Are you active on all of them? No. Okay. Phew. Oh, okay. So somebody <laughs> is active on all of them. Like I, sometimes I feel like I go through a, like a phase where I'm all about LinkedIn and then I'm working on my Instagram. Like mm -hmm. it's, I, it's, there's only so many hours. There's in one always, day. And if you're not like, I'm on the hunt for a young person that is looking for a chance to try and turn something Ooh. into something. So if you're looking for a job, go right. find Ben Mormon. If anybody's got some ideas, let's go. <laughs> and then also somehow I want a discount on this employee. <laughs> help with my social media. We can make that work. Hey, this was really fun. And thank you for um, you know, coming back and doing this with me again. Of course, thanks I for really having appreciated me. it. I see this in our future happening again, don't you? I hope so. I feel like I have lots to say. We have lots to say together. Mm -hmm. Okay. This also this uh round table discussion about parenting. You might be the the male voice in this. I would love that. Jesse would be really good on this too. And you would argue. so. No, you cannot argue on my podcast. <laughs> How many microphones would we need? I, don't, I got a dream big here. My, my dream is becoming specific now. <laughs> I, want, I want four microphones. Hey, Ben, <laughs> thank you. Y'all, thanks for staying tuned. You can listen to me on Spotify at Bright Minds with Ashmon. And I'm hoping that my next podcast, I will kick this cold. It'll be better. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Thanks,
Bye. Bye.